Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter. I don't have a funny joke for this one. This what? Is, I know, I know. It's not because oh. it's not because this is a good chapter. It's just like I don't know what funny. But it's a joke. bad chapter. No, it's a good chapter. It's a good chapter. Oh. I just I don't know what funny joke to make about the grim defeat. Like I don't know. Like Cedric Diggory is a heartthrob, and Ron is obviously jealous of everyone. But that's not really a joke. It's just kind of factual. Kind of facts. Yeah, it's um, kind of facts. I don't know, man. I that's okay. You don't always have to make jokes. That's fine. It's okay. I'm I'm not funny today. I'm not funny today, guys. But anyways, hello everyone. My name is Joe, and that is my co-host Jacob Mitchell. We are just another chapter, a book club style podcast where, well, we review books, well, chapters of books to be more specific. And now, Jacob, what is the book series that we are doing? I'm not. I'm not doing an accent this time. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter, mate. And the Prisoner of Askman, book two, or book three. Oh, book three. Book two Ooh. plus one. And we've been doing this for over a month now. It does feel like it's it's book one and two merged together. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's, it's crazy. Okay, it's crazy. But now we are onto chapter nine of the third book. So, Jacob, without further ado, please, will you give us your in depth review of The Grim Defeat? Yes, and this chapter begins exactly where we left off, where there's a lot of confusion and uncertainty and kind of scared feeling after the fat lady was missing from the portrait. So there's no way of knowing exactly um, where she is. So Dumbledore um, sends everyone back to the Great Hall and Basically, this is for their own safety. They're going to spend the night in the hall and he casts a little spell and makes them uh, sleeping bags, basically. Yep. What, what a guy. Pretty, that's actually, like, that's actually crazy magic. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Magic is great. Magic is awesome. So obviously, this is where prefects and head boys and girls, they, um, this is where they step in. So, you know, Percy's feeling great about this. He gets to keep watch. He's got some authority. He's got a little bit of uh, push-pull when it comes to what he can make them do what they can't do so this is perfect for percy everyone's speculating about how sirius got in to hogwarts but hermione always way ahead of everyone's like mm -hmm. why is everyone like how how the heck did he get in here because there's no way he could have just walked in there's more than just the walls there's more than just the doors um there's enchantments of sorts and there's also dementors so i don't understand how he got in but everyone's got these crazy theories but Hermione's basically like none of you are right I'm right and around 3 a.m everyone's kind of sleeping sort of not really Dumbledore walks in and he comes to speak to Harry or not Harry Percy but Harry is awake and Dumbledore says yeah we looked there's no serious anywhere to be found don't don't worry tomorrow the students can go back to their common rooms but it just doesn't make sense it's the middle of the night a fat lady is uh, going to be temporarily replaced, um, but she's just not feeling comfortable to get back into her portrait. So she's just taking a little bit easy at the moment. Um, Snape walks up to Dumbledore and he thinks that somebody helped out Sirius to be able to get inside. Dumbledore 
shuts him down. He says, nah, "Don't you?" He's worry. always raising a finger. He's oh, <laughs> yo, this is crazy, man. Anyways, um, Percy's basically asks about the Dementors, like, what's the deal with them? Dumbledore says, "Ain't no way they're gonna be coming inside these walls. They're gonna stay out. I already don't like them, and they are stupid, and they're." stinky dementors and harry rolls basically rolls over to see if ron and hermione were listening and they were wide awake they heard all of that and the next few days everyone is basically just continuing to theorize but what's what happened with sirius black how did he get in how did he get out what's what's going on with that sir cadogan the little knight he has taken over for the fat lady in the portrait and people are on high alert and lots of people are kind of taking a close, close eye on Harry. What's, what's the deal with that? Especially Percy. Percy's always, always looking out for people's safety. Of course he is. McGonagall asks to speak to Harry and she um, was about to tell him about the plot that Sirius has on him. And Harry already knows, so he interrupts her and says, you know, I already know this. And she says, I don't think you should be practicing Quidditch at night. And Harry's like, nah, you gotta you got let me play. I'm, I'm the star. You know this, you love Quidditch too. And she's like, all right, fine. But Madam Hooch, she's got to supervise each of these matches. And so of course she's able to practice still on up, up till now. And it's the first Quidditch match. It's very close to happening, but the weather just is not cooperating well. And Oliver Wood announced that they're now gonna be playing against Hufflepuff instead of Slytherin because of Draco's arm is still injured. But Harry calls the BS, and of course it's BS. Um, they just didn't want to play in the rainy weather. And as uh, Wood is announcing some stuff, the girls on the Gryffindor team, they're giggling and gawking over Hufflepuff's new talented seeker, Cedric Diggory. And Fred heartthrob, kind of the heartthrob. Heart, heartthrob, Cedric Diggory, Robert Pattinson. What a what a entrance in the movies, but different in, in the books. Fred dismisses um, everything. He's basically like, y'all don't worry about anything. We're gonna win this. Don't don't you worry, y'all. Later on in Defense Against the Dark Arts class, um, he's late because Oliver Wood's trying to give him tips for that big game. But um, Harry rushes to the class and he sees that Snape is actually filling in for Lupin. Very weird. Lupin is apparently sick. And Snape said this with a bit of a, a smirk across his face. <laughs> yes, exactly. A big old smirk Snape uh, basically makes a big deal about everything. He's criticizing Lupin, how he teaches. And he says, you guys aren't learning the proper way. Starts stripping points away from everyone. Ignores Hermione when she's trying to give answers. Ron eventually talks back. He's had enough of Snape and how he's ignoring Hermione. He talks back to Snape and saying he's being unfair, but he gets detention because of that. Harry uh, and Hermione, they speculate about what's going on. Why is Lupin not there? Why is Snape now the teacher? And they're kind of exploring that dynamic. But that night, Harry is awoken by Peeves once again early in the morning and he can't fall back asleep. So he heads over to practice and uh, do a little do a little shebang. And he's thinking about, um, this is gonna be a tough match because he saw Cedric Diggory in the hallways and he's a, he's a fifth year student. He's older, he's taller, he's stronger, but Harry's still very confident and it's game day now. And the weather is just awful. It's hard to play, but they're gonna play anyways. 
Harry's having a lot of trouble up in the air. There's the wind. He can't see much through his glasses. There's bludgers flying everywhere. He can't see people. Can't see from orange to red. Um, he's having trouble. And Wood eventually calls a timeout. And Hermione comes down, saves the day a little bit. She casts a little charm on Harry's glasses to repel the water. And the game starts back. And all of a sudden, though, there's a bit of a flash of lightning Harry's distracted by a silhouette of a shaggy dog. Ooh, Ooh. We'll get into that shortly. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Harry snaps uh, back uh, into reality. Oh, the ghost gravity. And there is Cedric Diggory chasing the snitch. But all of a sudden, Harry, he feels like the crowd and everything has gone silent. And he feels this huge gust of coldness. And as he notices people moving on the pitch, his dementor is pointing at him. And he hears screaming um, inside his head. And it says, not Harry, not Harry, please not Harry. Stand aside, you silly girl, stand aside now. Not Harry, please no, take me, kill me instead. And it's basically some just like crazy, crazy stuff. It's a shrill voice uh, laughing. And all of a sudden, Harry wakes up uh, to people talking around him. And it was at that moment that Harry's memory is kind of going uh, like it's fast forwarding from the lightning, the grim, the snitch and the dementors, like everything is going at a warp speed. And Harry asks the people around him now, uh, what happened? And they say that he fell nearly 50 feet from his broom and they thought he was going to be dead, but obviously he's alive and um, in shock though. But they find out at this point, they did lose the game. Um Finds out Cedric Diggory caught the snitch, but he wanted to have a rematch because of what happened to Harry before he could even contest the snitch, uh, the catching of the snitch. Um, Fred and George are kind of talking about scenarios, how they can still win um, after losing that kind of uh, awful game, that awful manner. Uh, Harry thinks about the Dementors and that screaming. He's very confused about all what happened. Ron and Hermione tell him about how after that happened, Dumbledore was very very upset with the dementors and shot some gray spell at them and then they they left immediately and then this is where it gets really sad this is probably the worst part about this chapter harry asks about his broom it got mosh up by the whopping willow so that nimbus <laughs> 2000 oh mushed up mushed up is <laughs> it's no more so for his next his next Quidditch match, maybe maybe he'll order a firebolt. I don't know. We'll see about that. But that's basically where the chapter ends. Are you spoiling something? Did you read no. ahead? How? No, that's just he he loved the firebolt when he was looking at it. Yeah, but now he doesn't a... have a broom. Okay, okay. He's How's a broke boy. He's that's, a broke that's boy. Speculation. He's a broke boy. He's broke. He says he is. He says if he buys the room is broken. Well, he doesn't know how much it is. It's pretty expensive, though. To we can assume it is. He should have asked. I think if he would have asked, it would have been fine. That's the harm in asking, huh? Exactly. I don't know. So, Joe, um, this chapter it was interesting, wasn't it? I uh, I liked it. I think the more and more Quidditch gets introduced into the books, the more and more I the like more it. The more you dislike it. Oh, like I it. like okay. it. Okay. I, I, I really hated it. the very first time Quidditch first was introduced. One, yeah. Oh my god, it was so bad. But it's now it's like it, it's it's to the point where it's enjoyable enough because it's not a fucking full page of Lee Jordan's commentary. 
it's yeah. no i i get it because yeah, the, the way it was first introduced was very bland a little much a lot yeah. was going on bland just too much a, a little bit too much lee jordan although lee jordan is it's a good character overall but it was weird but yeah no this was very and all the matches since then basically have been interesting like there's mm. a, everything like things happen in every of these match every one of these matches so yeah um, I don't know. It's interesting now that it's kind of changed how Quidditch is presented in the books. One thing that I really disliked about this chapter, and I know it's it's bad, it's just how grim it was. And I know that's the name of the chapter, the grim defeat. But it's like everything was negative. There was no source of light at all. And normally that's not how JKR writes her chapters. Like there's normally some sort of light either before or after the the bad thing that happened but was there really any light from the beginning it, it kind of starts off with like hey draco malfoy he's fucking lying um so we're gonna have to play hufflepuff or yeah hufflepuff but now hufflepuff have a really good team and like there's just it was like negativity from the beginning and maybe it's like now as we get deeper and deeper into the books it's something like I have to get used to, but that's just one thing that I disliked about this chapter. It's just like, I felt as if it was very dark, but it's also expected based off the chapter name. Yeah, it was, there wasn't a lot of wins in this chapter. It was a lot of very kind of negative stuff. And once again, um, the shaggy dog uh, appears in this chapter. So what's going on? There was just a sighting of, of, of Sirius Black, and then he sees another dog. Um, he's close. He's trying to kill this this man, and it's it's starting to get scary. And he was just the Dementors did that too. There's man. There's this. Can can we just get one dub? Like this is not good for Harry. It's no. really sad. You know what else is really like? I'm gonna skip to the very end here. The very last. One of Harry's last lines of the uh, of this chapter. Let me just pull it up here quickly. It's when he finds out that um, that he like he lost, and Harry's like he. This is the first Quidditch match that he's ever lost, and he's just so destroyed by it. Like mm-hmm. Harry lay there, not saying a word. They had lost for the first time ever. He had lost a Quidditch match. Like, excuse me, how? Like. No, sorry, not how. That's oh, we know why he lost a Quidditch match, but it's like three years into Hogwarts, he's never lost a Quidditch match. Every he's single time, off. he's undefeated, and now Cedric Diggory ruined his undefeated streak. Yo, blimey, Cedric Diggory just ruined it all for Harry Potter. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is unbelievable, and I don't know that kind of. It's really interesting the Quidditch match and how he ends up losing it, and it's not at all his fault um it's once again the theme of the dementor is basically ruining it for him but it is really interesting it's like it it gets harry in like disbelief and this is this is one of harry's like only passions in the wizarding world is quidditch Mm -hmm. and the fact that now he's kind of gotten the harsh reality of you can't win all of them and like of course it wasn't like it was very kind of unforeseen circumstances that led to this but it's it's an L for Harry and he can't really that's like what's he's most kind of like sketched out by is that he he actually lost Quidditch and he's just not familiar with losing he's gotten a lot of dubs 
in these first few years, not just with Quidditch, but just overall, he's, he's, I don't know, he's get, catching a lot of doves, but not today. Um, no. Hufflepuff gives them their first loss. Um, it's quite unfortunate, actually. Yeah. And then after the loss, like, they're kind of, like, trying to calculate, like, how to... <laughs> Yeah. Like it's the first loss of the season. It's the first game of the season. It's like if you lose the first game, you automatically can't win. <laughs> like, how does that work? I don't know, man. They, it's the same thing with like the the justice system in the wizarding world. How does how do their sports leagues work? Like, how does how do you actually win the cup? I don't really understand. I don't know. Honest. And like, is this the chapter where just Snape's a fucking dickhead the entire time? Yeah, no, it's uh, not. Yes, it's, no, it no, no, no. Yeah, uh, no. Yes, because it wasn't last chapter. Yes, 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 yes. He gets detention in this chapter. No, no, in the last chapter, he got detention. This chapter is... um... Oh, my God. No, yeah. No, this chapter, Snape only kind of criticizes and says somebody somebody was helping um, Sirius Black to get inside. Ah, Yeah. My bad. My bad. Essentially, what I, essentially what I'm trying to get at is that Snape's just a dickhead. He's he's blaming everyone. I mean, what I was trying to what I was trying to get at was basically just saying that um, again, this whole Wizarding World point system makes no sense. The Hogwarts point system makes no sense because if you have a hundred points, how does this what like? I don't know. It was just it was confusing to say the least. But yeah, I'm just gonna go off on a tangent. Jacob, please please save me right here. <laughs> Um, I guess another thing interesting about the Quidditch match, of course, is how Harry ended up off his broom. It was that weird kind of scenario where he freezes up, basically, and the Dementors um, basically get him off the broom somehow. It's not really clear exactly what happens. All we know is that he just falls off his broom, he goes cold, and he hears that voice, and then, boof, wakes up in the infirmary. But Dumbledore comes in and basically says, yo, Dementors, y'all are ruining it for everyone and casts a spell on them. He already has so much dis- disdain for the, the Dementors. Like he says, I don't want them at Hogwarts, but reluctantly brings them because he's basically forced to, doesn't want them anywhere near inside the walls. But even when they're not inside the walls, they're doing stuff like this. And it seems to only affect Harry. So it's very, it's very interesting how that happens. And like just before the Dementors basically got him off the broom. There was that flash of lightning yep. and the the sight of the the omen once again. So a lot of kind of, how is he still alive at this point, Harry? Like if he's caught in so many close calls, I know it just said he got a lot of dubs. Dumbledore. He's also had a lot of close calls and it's crazy how at this point he's he's still alive. And he the only thing he, he got from this that was really unfortunate is Losing the Quidditch match, really. I mean, and also almost dying, but losing the Quidditch match, especially. I mean, we know Dumbledore saved him this time, and Dumbledore has saved him yeah. every single time, essentially, right? Like, yeah. If we go back to book one, yeah. when they're in the Chamber of Secret, not Chamber of Secret, sorry, in the uh for in the chamber where the philosopher yeah. sorcerer stone is, we're just kind of like, oh well, Harry sees a golden quidditch and then he passes out but then we later mm-hmm. find out it's dumbledore and yeah, then saved him basically yeah and then like dumbledore also put him in the in the dursley's house and dumbledore just played a, a major role in in harry's mm-hmm. safeness throughout the entire thing one thing that intriguing the voices that harry was hearing who who is that who is that 
Who is that? Oh my god! That 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 yeah, that wasn't in the in the movie. Nope. Um, they cu- they that, cut that shit. That kind of scene was done a little bit different. Um, the way Harry ends up uh, in that Quidditch match, but yeah, who is that? It's not, and it's another. It's not exactly like the voices he heard in Chamber of Secrets, where there's like, mm. "Kill, I'm gonna tear you apart." But it is. It is very interesting. It actually calls out Harry's name, that voice. And I'm not exactly sure what it is. We don't really have a clear answer what that is, but that led him. That was like the last thing he heard. And then he was bucked off his broom and nearly died. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. That's very interesting. That's another thing we'll have to put put in our pocket and kind of hold on to um, to see what happens with that. But. We don't really get a clear answer from that in this chapter, at least. No, no, not at all. Um, do, you, do you want to add anything else before we move on to our favorite quote, favorite hero of the chapter, and our broomsticks, my friend? Um, no, not kind of like the summary and stuff of this. I think we can kind of slide over to some some other stuff, some some goodies. Some goodies, oldies but goodies. I mean, is Harry Potter considered an oldie but goodie? Yeah, right? It's over 10 years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. For shizzle. You got it. You got for it. For shizzle. Um, I'm going to give my favorite quote, which is Harry asks, like, where is my Nimbus? Because it, it's weird. The, the reason why I've resonated so much with that quote is because that's the very first gift, aside from that Hagrid, that Harry got inside Hogwarts, inside the Wizarding World. It was Professor McGonagall giving him a broomstick. Yeah. At the time, he didn't know who it, who it was from, but mm-hmm. he got it was the very first gift he he really received um, inside of Hogwarts. The first gift he ever received was Hedwig when Hagrid mm-hmm. gave it to him in Diagon Alley. But to know that the the one thing, the one of the constants that's been with Harry since the beginning of his journey at Hogwarts and his love for Quidditch, it, it's heartbreaking because now Harry's like Harry doesn't really have a broom, and what's going to happen? Yeah. He doesn't have a broom. His team lost the Quidditch match. It's like everything is fighting against Harry to succeed. Yeah, no, it's really unfortunate. Um, and again, the Whomping Willow. What is with the Whomping Willow? Like, why do they? It's just, it's just so silly. Um, Fuck the Whomping so Willow. So yeah, no, that is really unfortunate. That is true. It is kind of, and it's also, he just loves Quidditch. So now that his kind of something that ties Quidditch directly to um Harry is the the broomstick that he received and it's like it's an honor that he got it and he kind of like accidentally became the seeker and like (laughs) so yeah the fact that that's kind of taken away from him without like it wasn't his fault at all it's very it's very upsetting and you just hope that he can figure something out and be alive and well and hopefully help out Oliver Wood in winning that uh, Quidditch Cup but I don't know we'll have to see about that um for me I couldn't, I didn't really find any like great kind of quotes or passages. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one written down here. It was basically, I don't know. It's almost, okay. So the quote is, it was uh, as though Harry's memory was on fast forward, the lightning, the grim, the snitch, the dementors. And it, I don't know, that kind of resonated with me and almost like the, the thing where it's like life flashes before your eyes and that's kind of what this kind of signals to me that this is like the life flash before your eyes moment for harry 
almost like I mean he's had a few of those but uh, it was just very interesting and then the fact that it's because I mean the last word in that quote is the Dementors and the Dementors have been a common theme uh, throughout this book of being um, just a nuisance for Harry and once again they're only going after Harry there's only been incidents with Dementors and Harry since the train so I don't know very very interesting and I thought that was an interesting like one-liner quote um in this story in this chapter um it's yeah you're right there weren't really a lot of like quotable lines per se right mm -hmm. and it's also not like we had in chapter seven where your favorite quote could be literally an entire passage because nothing yeah. was really powerful enough i'm uh, not sorry not uh, the last chapter chapter eight the fat lady fat lady it's yeah, like nothing was really that special. I, I felt as if when I was reading this, it was very dark, but also just a little bland. I don't know. Am I am I wrong to say that? It was just a little bit no, bland. No, that's fair. That's fair. No, I, I get that. Um, I think so as well for certain parts of this, this chapter. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of get that, the bland feeling. I mm -hmm. think there's... There's been a few of those moments, not necessarily whole chapters, but kind of bland moments. And definitely in this one, um, for sure. Um, my my favorite character in this one was Percy, because no. I would have fucking ended this. I, right I, I just wanted to see your reaction. I'm dreading the day that I get a Percy Weasley Funko Winner? Pop. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm actually looking forward to it. See how how thrilled you will be for that unboxing. But whatever. Anyways, I don't know. I didn't really have a, a chapter winner um, for character. I think if anyone, it's Harry. Um, for me, maybe even Dumbledore. Um, mm -hmm. He's not even like a big presence in this chapter. We only hear about him like um, from how angry Ron he gets. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll give it to Dumbledore because, yeah, once again, he saves Harry's life and he saved his life from since he was a baby, basically. And I don't know, man. Shout out Dumbledore. He's always there just doing something. He's always... Shout out Boris Johnson. That's my guy. I Boris. hate this. <laughs> Al Albus Boris Johnson. Let's go. Shout out. Shout out him. Okay, Albus Boris. Albus Boris. Albus Boris. Yeah, my favorite character was was Dumbledore. Um, just how angry he gets because it said it's the first time that anybody's ever seen Dumbledore angry. He was pissed. He was pissed, and like mm -hmm. this man, like starts off the chapter just whoosh, hear all the sleeping bags, and yeah. then <laughs> and then ends it there. And then yeah, ends it with just like a swoosh, slowing down Harry's fall from fifty feet up. The man would have yeah. died, but like Harry, like Dumbledore just like slowed him down. But it makes you think, like Dumbledore, couldn't you have slowed down his broom also? But that's interfering with the match, though, because he didn't know what was happening until he was bucked off his broom. Maybe I don't know. But the guy is falling off his broom, so just stop the broom at the same time. Oh, so it doesn't fly away, kind of. Yeah. Oh, also okay. one thing, one yeah. thing. Cedric Diggory almost got a shout for favorite character, because. He was like, oh, my God, no, here, I, I want to rematch. I want to rematch, even though we won yeah, fair no. and square. Dude, this guy has got, he's got good uh, sportsmanship. He wanted mm -hmm. to play a clean and fair game, and those cursed Dementors just wrecked it. Shame yeah, on no, them. shout out, shout out Cedric Diggory. Shout out. Shout out my guy. Our guy, Cedric. Yeah. 
shout out shout out and shout out robert pattinson in the in the fourth <laughs> movie <laughs> was he in the was he in prisoner of azkaban i don't i don't remember i don't think so i think I, he only appears in the fourth movie I think they mentioned him and he might have been cast. Uh, no, they mentioned him in it, but he just doesn't. It's not Robert Pattinson. No, it's, it's no. like it's it's probably like Robin. It's Robin Patterson. <laughs> it's like the VTech version. Uh, man, probably. Yeah, yeah, honestly. All right, let's get to our broomsticks. Let's get to our broomsticks. Yeah. Me first or you? Uh, I'll give. I'll go first. It's a three out of five. Just a bang average chapter for me. I don't really have to say much more. Good chapter but not great not a bad chapter just good it was just there but yeah three out of five yeah for me i appreciate it a little bit more i give it four to five but once again it's kind of on the lower end um because we do maybe it's a bit of a flawed rating system Mm -hmm. but that's okay we follow Um, we follow um the hogwarts rating system yeah Yeah, it doesn't make sense but it is what it is and you just got to go with it so four out of five, um, I thought it was interesting bringing back up like another really kind of psychotic Dementor moment and then another mention of Sirius Black by McGonagall and then the Omen appears again. So yep. it's just really interesting stuff happened in this chapter, but it was also just not awesome. It was just kind of there, um, yeah. but it was, I still liked it though. Um, I didn't find it like tough to read or anything. It was really kind of just good not great not perfect um but not mediocre for me it was it was pretty solid i think mediocre is the wrong way for me to that the the wrong way that i described it it's, i don't find it to be mediocre i just find it to be like it just had bland moments and that's i can agree with that as well and i think also just the fact that it was very grim and i again i understand that yeah. the end of the chapter is the grim defeat yeah but I, I just wish it wasn't as grim as mm. as it was th- this early on because I felt as if it could have maybe been teased in a little bit. Sure. You know, like, I don't know. Because, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. And uh, you guys can get us uh, for tomorrow's chapter. We finally get to talk about the Mortars map. I'm so excited. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that was, yep. uh, that was just another chapter with Jacob and Joe. So, yeah. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Peace, love, and tranquility. Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter.